Hello and welcome to another podcast. Um, I found out yesterday that I have some listeners in El Salvador. So if anyone from El Salvador is listening, thank you very much. Um, and I hope you find it interesting. Um, today I'm revisiting um, a subject that actually <clears throat> I haven't really talked about an awful lot since the first podcast really, which is the um, DC Extended Universe Um and the reason I'm bringing this up again is um, obviously Aquaman came out recently and uh, in a couple of weeks Shazam comes out um, and obviously information has sort of come out and leaking out about DC EU and its direction or I suppose more appropriate it's kind of lack of extended universe I guess or connected universe is probably the better way of looking at it. <clears throat> so I thought I'd look a little bit at how did Warner Brothers manage to mess up what everyone would consider to be a slam dunk. I honestly think that they could parachute me, anybody listening to this podcast, I don't know, a 10-year-old child into the Warner Brothers hot seat for the DCEU, and they could do a better job than they've done. Um, So I want to talk a little bit about that. Obviously, um, a lot of information is coming out now that um, Warner Brothers are reading, they're going to focus less on the connect connectivity of the universe and focus more on soul movies um i think simply because of the mess they've made of it i don't i think that's a good idea but i I just it's old you know that's been done you know that's going back to the 80s 90s 2000s of just having singular characters um you know people want more than that now um, and I don't think it's particularly hard to make a connected universe. I'm going to talk a bit about that later on. Um, but I, I don't think it's particularly hard. But I want to talk a little bit about how um, Warner Brothers got to this point and managed to just stumble over their own feet time after time after time. Um, and I think the first part of it starts with their desperation to catch up Marvel. Um, you know, they saw the success of the MCU was having. Uh, and Warner Brothers wanted a piece of that really um, and they they didn't really plan it out uh, to this day uh, I'm not 100% convinced that Man of Steel was supposed to be any jumping off point for an extended universe whatsoever uh, I'm, I have my serious doubts about that to be honest I think that was supposed to be one of a trilogy um, and I think the plan for the DCEU kind of evolved from there rather than thinking we'll do Man of Steel and then uh, the DC. I don't think that's how it worked. Uh, I think um, they just sort of saw that as a a chance then to jump in and say, you know what, Zack Snyder's doing this, let's turn it into a universe. Um, And I think that they were so desperate to catch Marvel that they effectively started their universe in the middle. Um, So they went from introducing um, Henry Cavill as Superman straight into Batman versus Superman. Now, anybody that knows me knows I'm a massive fan of Batman versus Superman. But in terms of building a universe, in terms of a movie franchise, that's such a bizarre second film to have in your universe. And I think um, recently, over the past few months, uh, maybe even over sort of the last six months, really, Zack Snyder has been um, releasing more and more information about his vision for DCEU. And it's actually really interesting uh, and actually makes a lot of sense as to why Batman versus Superman was the second movie. And that was because what he was saying was there was never supposed to be a DC extended universe as it as Warner Brothers started to release. So um, they announced, obviously, the Wonder Woman film, the Flash film, Cyborg, Green Lantern. That was never um, Zack Snyder's plan. 
really interestingly, what he was saying um, was that he wanted uh, a film that kind of, it was like a five, a five film arc, I believe, uh, with a focus very much on the Justice League films. Um, so his plan was what he said, Man of Steel was the first one they obviously did, and then went Batman vs Superman. Then it was supposed to be Justice League. And obviously, as we all know, the Justice League movie we got was completely different to the one that Zack Snyder wanted. Um, it ended on a cliffhanger, for example, um, which Warner Brothers, in their wisdom, thought moviegoers wouldn't want, wouldn't like. Um, but they were kicking themselves after Infinity War came out. Um, and then it was supposed to jump straight into Justice League 2, which was supposed to conclude the story. Um, and it had um, had Darkseid, presumably... Um, Darkseid was obviously going to do a bit of a Thanos and, and kind of be victorious um, in in Justice League 2. Then it was supposed to be Man of Steel 2, and then it was supposed to finish on a Justice League 3, um, which again, I, I presume, would be them, the Justice League coming back and, you know, saving the world um, type type thing really but it was really interesting that that was kind of his view it was never supposed to be spin off into all these different characters and I think that actually when you sit back and then think about that doesn't that really make sense as to why the DCEU seemed like such a mess seemed like they were lurching from one bizarre choice to the next one bizarre decision we ended up getting a suicide squad we're now getting a birds of prey um we're getting a suicide squad too all of these are coming before The Flash comes out, before Green Lantern, or even A Man of Steel 2. Um, it just kind of, when you sit back and think about it, it does make sense as to why the DCEU just seemed so fragmented and so bizarre. Um, and I think another another possible reason as to why the DCEU and Warner Brothers mess things up is, uh, again, um, I'm a big fan of Man of Steel. Um, I, I like the fact that actually... Um, it kind of grounded it a little bit more in realism, and I'll talk about the realism uh, in a minute. Um, but I think um, picking Zack Snyder and giving him the keys to your kingdom, if you like, a bit like Marvel did with um, Josh Whedon, um, in hindsight was a mistake. I think, you know, Zack Snyder at best is a polarising director. Um, I mean, I'm a big fan of Man of Sin and Batman as Superman. Uh, but I didn't like Sucker Punch. Oh, that was terrible. Um, and I wasn't a massive fan of 300 either. Um, and I think when you pick somebody like that, they obviously had faith in his vision to start with. And I just think that what happened is their ass collapsed after um, Batman versus Superman, to be quite honest. And I think they doubted him. But I think if you pick somebody like him, then you need to stick with him. And I think that... You know, you can look at it both ways. It was perhaps a mistake to hire him full-time in terms of the entirety of DCEU, or it was a, a mistake to get rid of him. Um, but I think his idea for the DCEU was certainly interesting. Um, and like I said, it wouldn't really have been an extended universe. It would have just been a five-film arc, something that hadn't been done before, something that hadn't been looked at. Um, and you'd only see, obviously, the likes of Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman, Batman... Um, Green Lantern um, in the Justice League and obviously oh, Cyborg, I keep forgetting Cyborg but let's be honest, I'm not anyone that's listened to my other podcasts know what I think about Cyborg absolute garbage um, but it would have been really interesting because it wouldn't have had that spanning movie universe that Warner Brothers seemed so desperate them to do 
Um, so touching on the realism, and again, another reason why <clears throat> I'm not convinced that Man of Steel was jumping off for the DCEU as we've got. And that's because I, and I was talking to a mate about this uh, at the weekend, they kind of made Superman fit into a realistic world as such, well, as realistic as you can get with a man coming from a different planet flying around in um, a cape. But I think um, my theory is they were still harbouring hopes of getting um, Christian Bale back as Batman. And I do wonder if they thought, let's, let's prove him wrong. Let's make a realistic superhero film with a superpowered being and let's see if we can get him back. And I think that's what they tried to do. <clears throat> I think behind the scenes, they probably tried desperately to get Christian Bale back because I think that that's what they wanted, that more grounded, realistic world. Um, I'm not convinced they wanted to go off into the fantasy area as such in terms of what, what the DCE was now. I think they wanted it set very much in the real world and what would it be like to have these heroes in the real world. And that's why I think um, Man of Steel and to a degree Batman vs Superman's tone is very different to the rest of the movies that have come out afterwards because obviously then they realise they couldn't get um, Bale back. I mean, you know, just take the money, Bale, for God's sake. Um, but anyway... Um, and I think that's then where they decided to sort of spread off into a different direction. Um, again, building a movie universe, you know, I might kind of dumb this down a little bit, I guess, and it might be a little, I think it might be a little bit easier than it appears. But let's be honest, Marvel built the whole of their first phase of the MCU off, what, a minute, two minute scenes after credits? That's how they built their universe. And yet Warner Brothers couldn't manage to do it. And again, I think part of that is because they went off in the middle. Um, and I think that, you know, in hindsight, that was probably a bad a bad idea. And I think the contrast between Warner Brothers, the movie element, and Warner Brothers, the TV department, is quite stark when you look at the CW's Arrowverse. Um, you know, the TV branch has managed to create... a a movie a shared movie universe a shared tv universe sorry if you like over the last sort of what is it eight nine years they've managed to do that quite comfortably um you know they've done it with the odd cameo they've done it with the odd name drop the odd city drop um obviously they have the epic crossovers once a year but they, they've managed to do that um uh, they've managed to do it quite comfortably actually it fits quite well um you know Green Arrow, who was relatively speaking the kind of the real world hero, fits in and out of that world quite well. Um, it's not really jarring. They haven't had to change his character at all, really. Um, you know, just the villains that he fights have sometimes gone up a notch in terms of, um, you know, comic book world. But really, he's still the same hero, same person that he was at the start. Um, and they didn't seem to have too much of a problem with it. Um, and yet the TV department just make mess after mess after mess and I think it's a real shame we're not going to get a proper universe with all these characters because actually when you look at it before the MCU came out I mean you know you'll have the hardcore Marvel fans argue this but let's be honest the DC comics had the most recognisable heroes and villains before the MCU and I think that also played a part in Warner Brothers and to an extent probably DC kind of losing their mind a little bit thinking, you know, Iron Man, perfect example, went from a B-list hero to an A-list hero thanks to the MCU. Um, 
And yet people like Batman and Superman have been relegated to B-list in DC Universe. Um, and I think that, again, it's just misstep after misstep. Um, bizarre choice after bizarre choice. And I think whoever's making these decisions um, needs to be accountable. I know they've changed their um, head of department or, or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, they had a review about the DCEU and he's decided to go off in this kind of almost single movie uh, focus, but I think that's a mistake. Um, I don't think it's particularly hard to create a universe, even from this fragmented point. Um, I think it's going to be a long way off before we see a Justice League film. I haven't seen Shazam yet, so I don't know if there's the rumoured cameo from Superman. My feeling is that rumoured cameo isn't going to be what we think it is. Um, I think it's either going to be a bit like we see in the trailer that uh, Shazam threw that toy of Batman. I'm not sure if it's going to be something like that. I'm not sure it's going to be Henry Cavill actually turning up in any guise. Um, But I'd be interested to see what that that cameo actually is. Um, I wouldn't be half surprised if it's a cameo sort of segueing Henry Cavill out of the DCEU as well. Uh, so we'll lose the Batman and we'll lose Superman. That's my theory. Uh, but I'm I'm actually quite looking forward to Suzanne, um, just as an aside. Um, so that's kind of my view on on what DCEU and how Warner Brothers messed it up, really. So I think to summarise, they messed it up by just, they didn't have a plan. They were desperate to catch Marvel. They didn't follow through with their original idea once they came up with it. They're releasing weird film after weird film, and really they haven't even established the main characters in their franchise. And they picked a polarising choice as director and person to kind of push it forward. So all in all, Warner Brothers did pretty much the impossible and managed to kill Batman.